This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. This week, right here on AMI-audio, please catch The Pulse, folks, this Thursday at 1.30 p.m. Eastern, 10.30 a.m. Pacific Time. This week, Joita speaks to Andrea Callanan, a Ph.D. student from Memorial University, about her research into the disability memoir as, as an accessibility device for able-bodied readers. That's The Pulse, Thursday at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 10.30 Pacific time, right here, and that's AM, of course, right here on AMI Audio. Also, please remember the show itself is available as a podcast on your favorite podcast platform and a video podcast as well through YouTube. Ramya Muthan, my co host, I'm Kelly McDonald. Kels, fall is a very busy time here at AMI, and there's always something new going on, and we want to keep everybody posted on the content, the initiatives, projects, collaborations, uh, all the above on Monday. So we dedicate this spot to learning about all the different things happening. Yeah. Right now, we're going to talk about Healthy at Home. This is a show airing on AMI-tv on Wednesdays. We'll give you the details near the end of the convo, but... Essentially, on the show, fitness instructor Bobby Jensen guides viewers through a home workout that tones and strengthens for everyday living. This sounds really incredible. And so Bobby's joining us now to tell us more about it and discuss the show and her involvement. Bobby, thank you for so much, so much for coming on Kelly and Company. Thanks for having me. Well, we're very excited to talk about your passion for fitness. I think that that's where we should start uh, and where it all came from for you. Oh, goodness. I know, right? I've been in the field. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I've been in the field for, oh, over 20 years now. So that passion stemmed from, there, there's two streams I would attribute it to. So one was being told I couldn't having vision loss, um, being a female, all kinds of things. Well, you can't do that. You can't pursue that. And I just thought, really? Watch me. Yeah. This is just a passion for me. I'm enjoying it. And the other thing is actually my husband. So after I had my second daughter, I lost considerable uh, more amount of sight. And I was just, I felt lost on what to do. And he inspired me or I should say took me literally over his shoulder to my first yoga <laughs> class, <laughs> knowing it's exactly what I needed. And that was the start of the journey for me and the growth of the passion and just how good I felt. And I thought, I need to share this with other people. So that's kind of where it, it came from. What, what was the class he took you to? Yoga. 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 Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Amazing. It, quite a motivator when you're told, oh, you can't do that. Oh, well, there's so many reasons why. Oh. A gym is dangerous for you. Oh, don't watch yourself with this equipment. Ma'am, you're a lady. You can't do this. Um, that's very empowering itself, isn't it? It is. And it just, I thought, you know, I don't want to be limited by no. people. And, and I'm going to set my own bet. <laughs> and, and it makes you very careful. The It's almost one of the best lessons because whoever you have now that you're working with as a trainer 
you're very careful, I'm sure, with those words because you would never buy into any of those words. You've heard it. You know no one else would ever want to feel limited, and you can just do what you're doing now and telling people, yeah, don't, don't use those kinds of words. Um, what is your intention, if we may ask, even though I think we probably have a really good idea with some <laughs> of the things you've said, for hosting this show? To share my passion, to make fitness um, accessible. So I get approached with some of the can'ts, the barriers in Mm -hmm, fitness. mm -hmm. And fitness itself honestly comes at no cost, but we need the know-how. We need the motivation. How can I remove some of these barriers? As well as if I attend a fitness class, I kind of, you know, I'm listening. How do I do this? So having vision loss has really changed my perspective in fitness. I want to be able to do it. So This way, people can be comfortable in their own homes, go at their own pace, and have everything described to them so they can learn and participate and and share in the joys and the absolute necessity that having fitness in your life brings. Did you you isolate pretty early that the fact for so many people who had vision loss or disability, the home is probably that safe haven where you're not going out, having necessarily to learn somewhere, but deal with all the other people moving around. In other words, having all the reasons not to go to a place to do what you could do at home. No. <laughs> and the reason <laughs> I say that is because I'm incredibly stubborn and I tried all the places. I did all the things and I thought, you know, there has to be an easier way. And for some people, the gym or the facility, that's their comfort zone. They need that environment, and that's fantastic. This can still add by giving them the knowledge. But over, actually, it was the pandemic that really reminded me that sometimes home is is the only place we have Mm -hmm. or our office space or wherever Mm -hmm. it may be. So it's it cuts all the excuses that we put out there. Yep. I can't get For to sure. this, so those can't. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, yeah, the pandemic really hit home. And see, you've you pointed out so many different aspects that I find to connect back to relatability. You know, your own experiences, the reasons why we may say, oh, I can't work out because I can't get to the gym. I can't afford it. I can't do yeah. this or that. Or, you know, the, the the traveling, the independent part of it is difficult for me, et cetera, et cetera. But you being a member of the Blind Low Vision Partially Sighted community, uh, can you talk a little more about your own personal experiences in accessibility or other things that we haven't touched on already in and how that relates to guiding people with their own workouts um, who are in the community? I think with that, um, because I've tried so many different things, you, you name the fitness, I've tried it. I, I kind of threw myself in and tried little bits of everything I'm going in and for me feeling shame, I've walked into a group fitness class and I should never, nobody should ever feel shame, but not having that understanding. And for me, it was the visual because there was not the auditory or the kinesthetic cues. So the, you know, this is what it feels like, or this is what I felt like I was failing. So I wasn't getting out of a fitness class or a fitness, um, a workout, what, what I should be or the accessibility factor. I'm like, there has to be a better way. And I have found instructors and people along the way where I've communicated, you know, this is, this is where I'm at. How can you make this 
accessible for me? Or here's my friend over here, you know, um, how can we incorporate her needs into this class? And then I just thought, you know, this is, this is something that there's a giant need for. How can I assist with my background? So it was, it was trial and error and feeling, you know, this isn't the spot for me, but that's, that's not how it is. If I want to pursue fitness, I just need the supports to do so. So I hope to be that for, <laughs> for some of the people watching this show, that motivating factor and giving them that knowledge that over the years I've, I've had to kind of fine tune and go, this is what's missing from this environment. How can I communicate this? If you're sitting in a chair, how can I communicate this? Um, if you have low vision or any type of ability or disability. Yeah. I, I, I've been to so many workouts where I'm like, I don't know what, what I'm doing here. Or am right. I doing the right thing? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm moving. At least I'm doing something, you know, and, they're, and they may even be very well trying to give me the step-by-step in the group without holding up the group. Can you talk a little bit about the kinds of workouts that the show focuses on um, that you have found that, you know, you're able to give that description and guidance and where you feel those, what is important? And I know we're talking all sorts of all body workout um, or full body workout. Uh, so kind of would love the structure of, of, of a show. I took a look at my daily life. I wanted people to get some value out of what they're, they're seeing or doing. And some of the things that I have found over the years, trial and error, um, <laughs> what I needed to focus on to make me stronger to function in everyday life and to feel successful and to have that strength. But what were those areas for me? Having low vision balance is, is an issue. So I thought, let's, let's put that in there. Um, yeah. I have a guide dog and I use a white cane depending on the day. My, my dog's in the process of retirement. So mm. if anybody uses a white cane and it's gotten caught in a sidewalk crack and it stabbed yourself in the stomach, Strong abs is where you need to focus. <laughs> <laughs> it's these little things. We're slipping on the ice. Uh, my left side from using a guide dog, I carry more tension. How to prevent overuse injuries of my, my left arm and shoulder. How can I give people something that is absolutely relatable to everyday life? So I took those things and created it into workouts where you can apply it to what you do, sitting, walking, standing, just being. Can you give us or a... Or being successful out in society. <laughs> right, exactly. And it's, a, it's all compound. Can you give us a 30-second or less um, example of the type of workout where you were thinking of when we think, uh, you know, improving our strength for using the white cane or using a guide dog? Okay, let's see what I can come up with. Um so I just did one the other day. I know my left shoulder takes, I've had overuse injuries over the years. So I was focusing on that. So if I was doing a workout because I'm a guide dog user, focusing on um, building strength in that shoulder, I would start off with a warm up. And in on the show, I will walk everybody through a short warm up. I did shoulder raises. So I would talk you through the benefits and how to do that with or without weights because we are all where we're at. Equipment Mm -hmm. is not needed to gain strength. It's not about 
what we don't have. It's using what's available to us. So I worked on some shoulder raises. I worked on some bicep curls to strengthen the arm muscles. Now, often we are imbalanced on both sides, or at least I sure am. (laughs) (laughs) So we work on focusing balance throughout both sides of the body and both types of muscles. Wow. So your right side and your left side (laughs) will be both strengthened instead of just focusing on that left arm all the time with, I'm going to use my dog as an example, because that's always in use. We got to make sure we're as equal and strong all over as possible. So those were just a couple of the exercises that I threw into my home workout. This is great, Bobby. What a great preview for everyone <laughs> wanting to check out Healthy at Home. Thank you so much, um, not only for, for these exercises, but for your background and uh, sharing with us why you picked it up. Appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me. It's, it's an absolute pleasure, and I hope you guys get a chance to check out the show. We will. Bobby Jensen is the host and a personal trainer, group fitness instructor, specializing in many types of classes, the host of Healthy at Home, which you can check out Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. In the next hour of the program, Leanne Barla joins us for an independent living skills chat. Today was the funeral of Queen Elizabeth II and an official day of mourning in Canada. Danielle McLaughlin will be discussing the uh, significance of the commemoration. But up next, we welcome our newest community reporter, Carol Yippel, to the program. And we'll hear what she's got for us on her report from Vancouver, British Columbia, in a couple of minutes. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts.